Okay, I think we're back on now. Or you can actually see it. No, because I don't want them to block it. They some haters. Y'all, they didn't let y'all hear it, but my girl played Luther on y'all. We didn't get we didn't get a good old Christian song today. We got Luther, and it fits today's topic. I don't know if that's the title of the song, Wait for Love. Is that the title of it? I think it was the title, um, Wait for Love. Um, but anyway, I I wanted to do something that was completely out of the norm. Um, let's go ahead and just welcome everybody to Eve Talk. Um, I know it's not a traditional thing, but the reality is, is that when you talk about relationships and you talk about singleness and you talk about wanting to be in a relationship, those are the type of songs that we really listen to. And then I thought it was kind of appropriate also because of the songs of Solomon, the scripture that we're going to read about today. And so today I'm so excited. I was very excited about playing that song because of the words that the song says. Um, the song said, wait for love. And so that is a big thing for everyone, not just singles, but people that, you know, married people and all this other kind of stuff that because love is not this thing that we, it's a feeling or anything like that, but love is a thing that has to be worked on. Love is this thing that we have to put more effort on. I know, um, but I was excited. Yes, Mikey did play uh, Luther Van Ross. I, I mean, Mikey. huh? I gotta stop you. What? What I say? I love her so much. I love what my I cousin. Say? I love my cousin Benita so much, girl. Hey, Benita, What's I love saying? you. Cause she texted me and said, "Hey, Mish, I believe you have to go in and type. You don't own the rights to this music, and you should be able to resume." Thank you, <laughs> thank you, uh, Benita. I think she typed it this I time, did. but she didn't. She didn't. She didn't want to play it again. Well, that mean they must have heard I, it then. They heard it. Oh, so some people did get to hear it. If she if she said that, then some people did get to hear it. I love you, cousin. Um, yeah. So I got to hear y'all got to hear. Uh, wait for love. They so dirty. Facebook dirty for that. That's okay. It, I didn't mean to cut you off, Mikey, but it does tie because the scripture is Songs of Solomon, which is the, the book of songs. So um, a beautiful scripture in two translations I'll read when Mikey finished. I'm going to let Mikey finish, though. Oh, well, I was excited about the song, y'all. Um, I was kind of like torn whether or not I should play it. Um, because, you know, of course it's a secular song, but, um, the reality of it is, is that we don't all listen to gospel music. Most of the times I do like 98% of the time. I, all I do is worship. Honestly, I'm not in a relationship. Um, most of the time I don't listen to love songs, but there are some love songs that I listen to that I really love. that got take me way back when I was young. Um, right. But I really like words to this overall song because it tells us to wait for love. And so today in the scripture that we're going to use in Solomon's song, it's giving us that same ideal of waiting, waiting and talking about, well, I'll let Demisha read the, the actual scripture. And just for uh, knowledge, this particular 
scripture is found like four times in the book of Solomon, four times. So it, it the fact that it was being repeated and repeated and repeated means that it has some type of to it. And so, sis, if you can go ahead and read that and hopefully we can get some more people back on for whatever reason, we lost a lot of people because we I kind of got out of it because I didn't see that people could hear. I couldn't see us on live, but yeah, go I ahead and read either. Solomon. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read it in two different translations. The first translation, so it's Songs of Solomon, uh, chapter 2, verse 7. And the first translation I'm going to read is the uh, the Message Bible. And it's, a, um, I think, easy to read translation. But 2 and 7 reads, Oh, let me warn you, sisters in Jerusalem, by the gazelles, yes, by all the wild deer, don't excite love, don't stir it up until the time is right and you're ready. And so then I'm going to read to you the book translation, which is an easy-to-read translation as well. It says, Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, by the swift gazelles and the deer of the wild, not to be awakened, love, until the time is right. So translations are basically saying, wait till it's ripe, or wait till the time is right. So that's the same thing. And the message it says ripe. So you know you don't you, you want ripe is when it's ready. And then in the book translation, it actually says don't wait until the time is right. So I really like both of those translations. I like that that verse. And so I'm gonna let Mikey go into the discussions, but I want to talk about the amazing myths that she came up with about singleness and, and how people have that misconception that singleness is not, is, it makes you not complete, that you can't be 100. You're only half of a person until you have a, a partner, which is not true. You're 100%. And your partner just compliments and adds to you. So all the sisters say, hey, I'm 100%. So the myths are singleness is considered some kind of failure. Single people are less happy or bitter because they're not married. Single people are lonely. Single is des single people are desperate to get married. When I get married, then my life will begin. Marriage will um, meet my deepest needs. The older I get, the less likely it is that I will find someone. So we've all heard those myths. And so we're going to turn it over to um, Minister Dean to let us know how those myths are all lies from the enemy. Oh, yeah. Singleness is not considered some kind of failure. Uh, we might have it, 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 it. The reason why I say that is because we're not we might have um, the marriage or the relationship might have failed, but it doesn't make us failures. Um, singleness is really a blessing. Um, a mm -hmm. lot of people, um, over the years have, you know, cause I was married half over half of my little life. And so say little um, life. <laughs> I really didn't have, yeah, I was, I was actually married over half of my little life. And so I really didn't know what really being single really meant. And so I had these 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 scary tra traumatizing uh, ideas about singleness until I actually mm -hmm. became single. I used to run like literally run from a uh, single ministry. 
Um, yeah. Me and Demisha talked about this because yeah. of all the different myths that were out there. I didn't want to be a part of that foolishness. Right. Uh, don't include me because I, I don't want no parts of it. I didn't I want desperate. to feel like I was a failure. Yeah. I didn't want to feel like I was a failure because a relationship didn't work out. And so right. that's how kind of people look at singleness. But that's not fair because you see a lot of marriages that are still together. And they're not happy. Exactly. I mean, they're not happy. They're they're existing in a relationship. They they don't even possess the 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 beauty in marriage because they're just existing. And so um I used to say this a lot. A lot of times people want to talk about single and, and, and marriages and divorce, but the thing is is that it's just a decision away. Somebody decided to stay and somebody decided to leave. You know, it's just a decision away. But no, it's not considered some kind of failure. We talked about, um, me and Demisha talked about like um, what happens when you go into uh, single ministries that are not properly introduced to you. Um, right. I, I went to a, a seminar where uh, we talked about being uh, single and, and, and keeping yourself and all this kind of stuff. And I, I shared this once before is that I could not, I could not grasp the, t the teaching or I couldn't um, become one. I couldn't even I couldn't even learn from the teaching. Right. And maybe because my, my discernment is so strong and I was right about what I discerned years later, I found out that I was completely right about it. And what I learned that someone that was trying to teach uh, singles. Mm -hmm. Well, it's difficult for you to teach singles when you're not whole. Yeah. So she was. Of, wounded. of course. Yeah, of course. She was trying to teach us how she was trying to teach celibacy in brokenness. And it wasn't working because right. for people that are dealing with singleness, they need to, they need steps. They need real biblical truth. They need mm -hmm. real things to teach them how to remain celibate, celibate, celibate. How you say it, sis? Celibate. You're right. Celibate. Thank you. I, I couldn't get the last end out. Celibate while they're dating while they're in their singleness. Right. And so what I discerned from her is that it was easy for her to be celibate all those years is because she was wounded. But for that's a good. woman that's whole, mm -hmm. for a woman that's whole that's walking in her wholeness, she's not her, her she's not wounded anymore. Mm -hmm. And so her body and her mind is functioning in a way that it should. When I was when I was wounded, I didn't desire sex. Can I say right. that? I didn't desire to be intimate with anyone because I was wounded. But once I became whole, my body began to function like it should have. And yeah. that's where discipline come in. You yeah. know, um, it should be a discipline thing that you have. And so it, it was easy for her to talk about being celibate because she was still broken. And years later, she actually shared that's her brokenness. But up. I was able to discern it. Yeah, I was able to discern it before she even walked in her before she even walked in her wholeness. And so yeah, we good. have to be careful, you know, uh, how we come about in our singleness. So, yes, the one one of the myths is that uh, singleness is not considered to be some kind of failure. Bump that out. That ain't true. That is not what God says about us. Um, you have something on that? Oh, I was just throwing it in the trash, but 
I I don't I don't like the I don't want to use names, but everybody have <laughs> read this book. Um, well, I can't say everybody, but anyway, um, I like that she brought that topic up about teaching and your brokenness because it's easy to say you can do something when you don't have a desire to do it. So I can say you don't have to have sex or be intimate with somebody when I don't have a desire, and it makes me think about Juanita Bonham's book, No More Sheets. She came from a place of talking about no more sheets because she was so broken. She didn't realize that she didn't care about getting in the sheets anymore because she was wounded and broken and bitter. But what she yeah. realized once she got married and, and all that stuff came back up. So we have to deal with those wounds. We have to de we have to be healed first. So it's it was it's easy to say something when you don't have to directly live with it or do it so i just wanted to just say that was a good point yeah yeah it is a very good point and um even though i practice celibacy um in my life like but i understand it takes a lot of discipline i'm gonna go ahead and put this out there because i believe somebody needs to hear this like right. when now that i'm in my celibacy uh in my life i i practice good I practice good hygiene and good hygiene is for me is that I don't put myself in situations where I'm going to be tempted to do something that I'm against. And of course, God is against. So I watch what I hear. Um, I watch what I watch. I watch what I put my, myself, what type of environments I put right. myself in right. because I want to remain disciplined in that area. And so I don't know who might be still, who might want to, uh, a who I think everybody should, but for those that are struggling, I have to put myself in a disciplined place um, where yeah. I'm very mindful about everything. Not that I just sit up and think about it all day because that's not what it is. I've been so disciplined for so long now that it's easier for me. If I'm watching a movie and that movie shows some parts that I don't want to watch, I I, I, I I actually forward past that part because right. why? I'm disciplined. I'm disciplined. Mind. I'm not allowing my mind to see things that would tempt me to go into the next place that I shouldn't be going. And so right. I put things in place for myself. Um, I really don't have a, um, a, a, a somebody that can hold me accountable like that um, because I really kind of hold myself accountable. Right. Um, but I do, I do. I take necessary steps to make sure that I don't overstep anything. I don't want no dreams. I don't want anything to remind me of something that I cannot have right now. And because I do right. not have a husband, there are some things that I just cannot have right now. And so I discipline myself, but I am not operating in failure. I'm operating in wholeness and singleness is a blessing from God. And it says single people are less happy or bitter because they're not married. That's that's not correct. I have seen the most miserable people in the world that is married. <laughs> I have seen, I, I'm, I'm being honest. I have, right. I have actually seen the most miserable people that don't have nothing good to say. They have a whole family and they're not grateful. They're not happy. Um, they don't have nothing good to say about nobody. They right. sit up all day. They jealous. Um, and, and they talk about people. It's just ugly. I've seen that. So that's yeah. not true. We're not unhappy because we're single. We're not bitter because we're single. Actually, in my singleness, that's when I, I gain my wholeness. Hey, that's when we find out who we really are when we're alone with ourselves. Yeah, 
I found out that, you know, um, that I'm the happiest. I had the opportunity to be in a relationship and I didn't take on the relationship because I felt like the relationship was going to bring me unhappiness. So I declined the relationship. I de I declined the friendship because I realized that I'm happy the way I am. And that person didn't have anything to offer me in the end. And it's so, good to um, be happy. It's, I think it's important that, like you said, and somebody needs to hear that, is get happy first. Um, sis, all these women out here, get happy first so you can go into a relationship already happy and whole and you're not looking you're not putting that expect that burden on that person to make you happy that's a word for somebody when you're looking for somebody to make you happy you're bird you're putting a burden on that person that's unfair unfair expectations think about that absolutely yeah so um as you see my sister's throwing everything in the trash that's not supposed to be uh, around our area so you know when you see trash and it, it make you look it make everything look ugly and dirty so she's gonna pick up all the mints of singleness and she's gonna actually do what throw them in the trash so we find out that single people are not less happier they're not they're not bitter um they actually have found themselves in their singleness. Not only that, but single people are not lonely. Mm -mm. We have not a lot of things we can do. Not to you know, me. I do a lot of things by myself and I enjoy it and get mad if you come up to me and interrupt me <laughs> while I'm dating myself, <laughs> while mm. I'm spending time while with I'm, myself. While I'm watching my TV uh, shows. While I'm watching my TV shows or while I'm skating or whatever I'm doing. Right. Um Single is not singles are not desperate to get married. So for the people that's like me, if you've been married, if you were married as long as I was married and you had been in a relationship as long, I'm not in no rush to get married no more. Because I know the reality of marriage. I know what it takes to to stay in a marriage, to keep a marriage. Right. Um and right. I know um, if you don't marry the right person, what the the outcome will be. It's a lot of people out there didn't didn't marry the right person. They just existing in those marriages. I won't be a person right. that won't exist. I want to actually have a God marriage. I want to have yeah. a covenant, a promised covenant marriage that God promised us through his word. Uh, I want my husband to be like uh, Christ is with the church. Uh, I'm looking for that type of man. I want a man to love me as Christ loved the church. And if I cannot get that right now, then I'll wait on it. You remember we pray, we played the song by Luther Vandross said that sometimes love, it takes a long time, but wait for love yeah. and you'll get the chance. Wait for love, wait for love, wait for love. That's me. That's why I played it. I felt like that song was very intentional. I felt like the words were very true and so when if you don't rush into anything don't press anything don't try to make something out something that it's not and just wait for it we're not desperate to get married but we're no. waiting patiently waiting for god to allow us to meet that one that special one that's gonna yeah. not make us complete but it's gonna add to the joy that we already have right um can I add to the marriage part? Yeah. I think I think um the singleness is not desperate to get married, is is growth, it's maturity. Cause I, I know sometimes in singleness, that's the first thing we go to is wanting to be married. I can remember a time that's all I thought about is 
when I get married. I want to get married. And see, it, it, it becomes a time where you get mature. And then you find yourself and you realize that I'm not saying that I don't want to get married. But what I'm saying is when God brings that, when it's my time, it's my time. Because right now, I'm okay with being single. And I like Mikey was saying, I know the responsibilities of a marriage. And also, I don't have to be desperate for the single fact of what I bring to the table. See, so I'm at a point to where I know my worth so much that whoever you are, whoever my husband is, whatever your goals and your dreams and your aspirations it is, I'm the woman that's going to make them happen. I'm the one that's going to take you to the next level. So I don't have to be desperate for you because you're looking for me already. I just want to say that. I just want to toot my horn. That's all. Oh, yeah. Toot your horn. It's, I mean, it is really a blessing to be um, to be single, um, according to the word of God as well. Um, so we're not singles or not desperate to get married. Uh, when we when I get married, then my life begin. So if there's a single out there that's saying when I get married, then my life will begin. You started out completely wrong. That's Waste not going to end well. Wasting time. That's not going to end well. You're going to mess that whole thing up. Don't you go into no marriage thinking your life's going to uh, begin. Right. Life going to get crazy for you in the marriage. Life is gonna life is gonna get wild for you if you go in thinking that this person that you marry is gonna make your life gonna make give you your whole life. Let me be Don't honest with you. The only person that can give you your whole life is Jesus. That's the only time you get your whole life. When I say I, I'm living my best life, I'm living my best life with Jesus because he was the yes. best thing that ever happened to me. Going in a marriage, let me tell you something. Your ears is gonna come out, you're gonna get gray hairs, you're gonna you're gonna gain weight. You're going to be anxious about every little detail of your life. It, marriage is hard work. And I don't know where they getting these ideals from that when I get married, I got my whole life. Now, baby, you should already have your whole life. You should already yeah. have your whole life. Exactly. In life. You should already know what you want, who you are, and what you deserve. And because you might end up having to go through some trials and tribulations in a marriage, and you're going to real life, you're going to realize that, hey, life can be really difficult in a marriage. Right. And so don't go in a situation saying that I got my whole life because I got married. That is a myth. That is a lie from hell. You better be preparing yourself while you are single Amen. for a marriage life. It's I what I know. These snapshots that people see on social media and on TV, um, like say shows like TMZ or just whatever shows you know you watch, just talking about celebrities or whatever they be talking about. But it's these snapshots yeah. that you get to see of a relationship, and then people hashtag it relationship goals. That's not their life. You're looking sure. at reels. Nah, that's image. Yeah, you're looking yeah, at reels. Image. And, and it, they're pulling the best moments. So you're getting their very best. You ain't caught them them arguments late at night. You ain't caught him sleeping on the couch or her sleeping on the couch. Or, hey, he might not even came home that night. You know, it's some exactly. stuff that be happening in these marriages, girl. Baby, I didn't experience it all. Her, and girl. it do be just like that. Don't get caught up in the images of the relationship goals. That's That's a trap, too. That's a trap for Satan. Um, hmm. that is, there are some real relationship goals. 
you know yeah a lot of us can grow up with them in our household so we have to be careful what don't allow our eyes to deceive us a lot of us don't know what a healthy relationship is and so we'll find a picture of what to be a healthy relationship and go for it and i'm telling you that would be the biggest mistake you can make let me tell you something the the bible is the best place where you can find all your answers because these little snapshots of these vacations and Hmm. uh, and these guys with their wife and they smiling he probably just knocked her teeth out and she didn't went to the dentist and got That's her teeth veneers. fixed. That's and got the veneers now to take that picture. Like yeah. we're being lied to on these on these on these social media outlets. That's not real life. Let me tell you something. A real relationship goal is to find a woman in her war room praying for her family. Because once you get married. That's gonna be your new. That's gonna be your new life right there. Instead of praying and covering your family, instead of covering your husband, uh, mm-hmm. being in, in, in making sure that you connected to him, that waking y'all become one flesh. Yeah, waking up early, covering your whole household, yeah. making sure that when your husband come home, he can come to a house where there's a, a solid foundation, where he can come where there's peace. It's a lot of work being a wife. I'm telling you, I've had to pray many you days as a Proverbs wife. I had 31 to and 10. Yes, we're talking about that Proverbs woman. Um, where she had to really, where she literally gets up early in the morning and mm-hmm. stay up all night and then do it all over again seven days a week. So don't all let right, this ma'am. social media fool you because those are not real relationship goals. Real relationship goals is showing you how to handle him when his attitude is bad. That's a real relationship goal. That's what te- somebody, we need to show the real reality of relationships. When that person gets sick and you got to be the caregiver and they not really nice when they sick, um, but you got to still take care of them and love them. You still got to be their friend. Those are real relationship goals. We need to use that as an example to show people what real relationship goes. And then Amen. after you did all that, then you can show me the pictures on vacation. Amen. Until that, go. you know, being single have been a blessing to me. Um, the older I get, the less likely it, it is that I will find someone. That was a lie. That was the first thing I thought about once I got divorced. I'm too old to get divorced. My kids are almost grown. They middle age. And now I'm got to I have to start all over. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you this girl. I ain't lacking in no catch. Oh. I ain't lacking. Oh. <laughs> At this age, I ain't lacking. I'm just being very particular about who I allow in my space now because I'm older. So they, I'm they wiser. I know what God is doing. But I, yeah, they they stay choosing, um, yeah. and th- that's that's okay, you know. It's that's a good thing, you know. But that was a myth. The older I get, the less likely it is that I will find someone. You can always find someone. We serve a God that that is not about yeah. aging. He don't, no. you know. He he gave Sarah and Abraham a baby uh, in their old age, so he can do all things. It's nothing right. impossible for him. Put that myth out of your head. That is not true. We're gonna throw that in the trash. It don't matter how old you are. You never too old for love. You're not too old for relationship. You're not too old for covenant. We'll have a covenant relationship to Christ with Christ until we leave this earth. And so he's not gonna put a number of time on covenant. And we know that uh marriage is 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 um 
it signify our relationship with Christ, the, the bride and the groom. And so we know there's no age limit to that. He blesses the little children as well as the elders and a special place for the elderly and the, and the children. So don't get that in your head. That is not true. We want to talk about these mm -hmm. myths so that we can know that, hey, it's a blessing in being single. And because it's you know what? I feel like, you know, I turned 40 this year, y'all, and I know y'all already know that because I've been walking in this uh chapter 40, you know, this amazingness, living on my terms, on purpose, a a a. But also, I think I, I'm, like, more awesome the older I get. I, I really like me, like this 40 me. But also, I think when you look at age, some women look at age and they look at it as in a negative type way. But think about this how I feel about me. So you know that they want that wine you bought 20 years ago and it's in the back of your cellar and you said you was gonna pull it out for a special occasion because it's aging, you know, it's gonna hit that. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it, it get more expensive the older it get, the value keeps yeah. going up, and yeah. then it's a day yeah. you pull it out and then you pop it open. Okay, so hey, I'm that wine that's in the back of the cellar. My value just increasing. So when you get me, I just dropped the mic. Ain't nothing else for me to say. Oh, oh, I know you dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "The older she get, the better she get." Um, we we call it uh, aging gracefully. That's what yeah. we call the aging gracefully. And that's, I believe that God's grace is upon me, that I'm aging yeah. gracefully in that single but complete. And how am I yeah. complete? How are we complete as singles? We're complete in no other than the most magnificent God of the universe, of the world, and that's Jesus Christ himself. He's the only thing that make us complete. He is the only thing that keep make us whole and keep us whole. Our joy is found in Jesus Christ himself, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and that's why we're complete. We found ourselves in him. Um, we're fearfully Amen. and wonderfully made in him. We're his masterpiece, masterpiece, and when he made us, he made us Full of everything that we need for this earth and we're complete yes. in him and so when we go into relationships we're not going to be had we're going to be whole because we want to bring something to the relationship and Amen. so in our singleness we're single but we're complete we're whole we got full, we got the fullness of god's joy the world didn't give it the world can't take it away can't nobody make you complete can't nobody make you whole we're connected to the vine which is jesus christ and we're Amen. excited about it Amen. We're excited about this singleness. Um, and I love being single. Honestly. Yeah, we have to trust the process. I mean, you, we got to celebrate every 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 piece and part of our life, whatever stage we're in. We have to, it's a blessing. So, you know, if this stage of the game is singleness, then you blessed. And, and if the next stage is, is marriage, whatever stage. So it's not saying anything about marriage and that nothing is wrong with marriage. Marriage is amazing, but you have to know for you, the single ladies out there, that being single is amazing too. Absolutely. When you complete and you single, you don't allow yourself to get entangled into um, relationship with where where it drain you or it take away from you. Um, this whole point of being single is for us to 
first of all, the scripture says is to get acquainted with God. We have more time with God. And some people might look at that as a disadvantage, but I look at that as a plus because when I was married, I had to create time. I was wore out because I had children. I had kids. I had a lot of things. Um, I had to feed them. I had to clothe them. I had to make sure they had their homework. And now I have this sweet communion with Christ early in the morning where it's just me and him. It's just me and him, and I'm not rushing to put him to the side to make sure that my family is together, you know? And even though yeah, we get up yeah. early, there's still so much to do when you have a whole big old family. You got to try to please this man all the time. And I'm, I'm not, and when I get married again, I'm going to always want to please him, but right. I, it got to be the right person. And right. so we want to talk about what God said about singleness. We talked about it a little bit. We says that singleness is a gift from God. First Corinthians 7 and 7 says, I wish that all of you were as I am, but each of you have your own gift from God. One has the gift of another has that. I think I've typed that right. I hope so. I think something missing. But it's first another Corinthians 7. Did I type that out right? I think so. I'll go. Let, just I can go to. I want to make sure I have it right. Okay, you okay. can keep going, and I'll go find it. Okay, I think I have it right here. I wish that all of you were were as I am, but each of you have your own gift from God. One has this gift, and another has that. I did. I just didn't put a period. I just wanted to make sure I hit the whole thing. And so this is Paul talking in the Book of Corinthians, and then you know Paul had the gift of being seen. Paul didn't have a wife. He didn't have any children. So he's saying that everybody have different gifts and everybody's not meant to be alone. And so we don't want you to think because you're single or because you're not with someone right now that you were meant to be alone. That's not what Paul is saying. Paul said that he has the gift to be alone. He don't have a desire to be married or have a wife. And that right there is most definitely a gift. Yeah. I know we got these priests out here saying that they got this gift and then they molesting our children. No. Paul said that it must be a gift. And so we have people operating in areas that they haven't been. Dis- I don't know where they came from, but thank you, Holy Spirit. We have people operating in areas of gift of they're saying their gift and they're molesting other kids. They're molesting yeah. boys and girls yeah. because they're operating in a place that they weren't meant to operate in. So you better make sure if you if you have if you have a gift of singleness for L, that that's the gift that you have. Don't operate in that gift and God haven't told you that that was your gift. You need right. to get some type of counseling, get you some help because what happens is if you try to say that you ain't supposed to like these nuns and all this kind of stuff, you better make sure God called you to be that because he ain't called you to be that. Then you're going to mess up and you're going to make up a big mistake like some of these priests are doing in these churches. I, I believe that, that they don't understand that that's not their gift. Right. And so right, what they right. doing is molesting these kids. Paul said, "This is how this has to be a gift. I don't have this is not mine, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play like it's mine. Yeah, it's just some people I heard. Yeah, it's some people I heard thinking that that's their gift, and you have to be really careful and and really be in tune with God to understand what what what, if that's truly your gift, because that's not an easy task. You know, you might can get do it for, and that's just like celibacy in general." I'm going to go back to celibacy. 
Cause I know that's some thing. That's something that single people struggle with. And like Mikey was Absolutely. talking about her, um, her journey. You know, as a single woman in celibacy, and not having those, not putting yourself in those positions that have those urges. And so you know, I, I'm transparent. I'm, I'm. That's just who I am. I. So, celib- the 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 journey of celibacy is something that I've been off and on throughout this journey of singleness. And I'm sure that's the case for a lot of women. But one thing that I know about it is that when I say discipline to it, it, I don't even have those urges. You know, after so long, you so you your body is in a place or your mind and spirit is in a place to where you don't even connect to that kind of stuff anymore. So it it it's just like it it is it's 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 things that you have to really really pray about and get in tune with. None none of these decisions and choices are going to be easy. No, we didn't say singleness was was easy. We said we could still be complete in it. In other Amen. words, there's going to always be challenges. Uh, in marriages, they're going to always be challenges in singleness. Um, some people struggle with it's just being alone. Um, been yeah. alone by themselves all the time. Some people don't even know how to go about even uh, even being in a place where they can meet someone. You know, things are so different now. You have to be careful where you go and who you meet. It's just things are so different. So I'm not saying that singleness is uh, an easy task. I'm just saying right. that it's doable and you can it be is. complete while you're in it. Um, Amen. Um, like in the in this singleness, when Paul was talking about it, it's a, it's a gift from God. For right now, all those that are in a singleness, it's a gift right now. It's a gift because there are some advantages to it. I'm not saying that it's not going to get difficult. It's not going to be hard in the, you know, when you desire something else. But right now, it should be a gift. It should be a place where you can just relax and know that you're complete. Why? Because you lack right. nothing as long as you're in God. No matter what your emotions say, uh, sometimes we have to get our emotions under control because our emotions get away with us. And we think because we feel a certain kind of way that things are lacking. No, sometimes you have to uh, gain control of your emotions and allow your emotions to be subject to what God has called you to be. There are times where I was like, you know, I see little couples or I see something. uh, Everybody know I love love. I love love. I love Me love too. movies. I love love stories. I love love love. I love my daughter's like, mama, that's sad. But I love I love. love. I like watching love. I'm and a hopeless so, romantic. Um, yeah, I am. I'm a hopeless romantic myself. And so um, there's part of me that, hey, when I get to that place, you know, I want love. I, I don't want something that um, it's going to just try to destroy me, something that's going to turn me down. But I want something and something that I can connect to on every right. level, emotionally, spiritually, um, mentally, you know, emotionally, all the, mentally, all these different things. I want to be able to connect with someone. But I know that being single is a blessing, but then it, it has some disadvantages as well. And so when we read about the first Corinthians 7 and 7, everybody do not have this gift. So don't go get this part of this Bible and play like you got this full gift. You just got it for the moment. But Paul had it for uh, forever. You ain't got it. You ain't got this kind of gift. You ain't got, you know, you ain't got it. Don't be playing with this one. Don't play with this one. Yeah. Some people get this gift after they didn't got in a a right age and they don't want no, like my granny told me this weekend, she said, she, she's so happy. She don't have no man. She don't want one. Uh, She good by herself. And she was really happy. She would meant that. 
you know, yeah. well, my granny is 80 years old. So I can see her now, just, you know, I can see it as being a gift for her that she can live the rest of her life without a, a dude, you know? And right. so most, most people, when they get that age and they get that age and they do not have a partner, that's where they are. They're satisfied. They're complete. And they are right being by themselves. Um, I did talk about that singleness have uh, have advantages. Single people are spared the trouble of marriage, and they are and they are many blessings in a marriage, but there are difficult ones too. So we talked about that. We talked about how most marriages have trouble, and I feel mm -hmm. like that we have to do better in the church to promote healthier marriages and yeah. and, and put marriage sexuality back where it belongs with God, with his word, um, wa walking and talking, teaching and wisdom. Um, we have a lot of people that are divorced because I don't believe, first of all, there was any examples before us to help cultivate our marriages from the beginning. And then secondly, we don't have any real ministry that really focus on marriages and relationship and cultivating a real spiritual God-fearing marriage where people yeah. are, are able to survive the difficulties that's going to come with being married. And so that's the same thing with, with being single. We got to be able to cultivate, cultivate our environment yeah. right now so that we can be successful in our singleness that means uh, uh reading more studying getting information out of the word of god seeking god in prayer and asking him how do i really live out this single life and how do i really become complete that's a personal thing i can't tell you how to become complete because i don't give right. you completeness but if you dive into the word of god and you spend time with god he's going to show you all the things that hey that you need to take out of your spirit because those are the things that are hindering you. And then he's going to give you something in replace of those things to make you feel complete, to make you complete in him. And so in singleness, um, I found that I, that I work best when I allow God to fill me up. Yeah. To fill yeah. me up with his word, fill me up with his promises, to make his word, um, applying his word to my life in my situation, in my singleness. And when I feel a certain type of way, I remember God's word that um, that the, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And, and, yeah, and great it. is he that is in me, that he that is in the world when I be, when I become in these places where I might be struggling in some areas. Um, but the word of God is true and, and everything else is a lie. And so there are some advantages. We don't have we are spared the trouble, the trouble. I'm telling you, it's trouble in marriage. It's trouble in paradise. Um, what else? Unmarried women and men is considered about affairs of the Lord and how um, he or she can please the Lord. So when we're single, we're more concerned about how we can the first of the Lord, meaning building his kingdom, uh, being an instrument, being a vessel. Um, yeah. I enjoy those things. That's why I'm on East Talk. That's what I do East Talk for the affairs of the Lord, encouraging yeah, people, encourage them, like um, whatever season they might be in and how uh, how. I can be a blessing to other people. So I'm about my father's business and my singleness. I have plenty of time for it. I actually, it's something that I love to do. I love to inspire. I love to make sure that people are living their best life war in Christ. Mm -hmm. In Christ. Um, it says that our aim is to be devoted to the Lord, both body and spirit. 
both body and spirit. Body I can't tell spirit. you that I'm walking in spirit and I don't give you my body. The scripture Ooh. says, um, be not ye transformed. Be not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, and so when we begin to be transformed by God, it, it, it starts with our, in our mind. And, mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. and it says that this is our reasonable service. Yeah, and so when yeah. we talk about our body and our spirit, both of them got to be one. You can't give one without the other. Yeah. You can't give me spirit, don't give me body. You got to die to the flesh. So you got to give God your body and your spirit. And that's the only way that you can be completely devoted to him. Otherwise, you're not. And let me tell y'all something. I don't want y'all to get this twisted up. We talked about wait for love. And we told, we're telling you guys that we can wait for love in our singleness. Why? Because the word of God is living water. We shouldn't be out here being thirsty. Oh, good. We're not supposed thirsty. to be out here being thirsty. In our singleness, if you're thirsty in your singleness, you're not you're not connected to the livers uh, to the livers of the rivers of living water. You need to connect to God. There's no more. There's no why you are here Thursday, thirsty, and you're connected to God. See, our bodies are sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. That's what we're supposed to. We're supposed to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. So if you single out here and you thirsty, something's wrong with your relationship with God because He is the living water. And we got no reason out here thirsty. Explain thirsty for some of our uh, seasoned saints that may not know what the term thirsty means out here in the streets. Out here just trying to date anybody. Just out here just trying to desperate. connect and hook up with anybody. Just desperate, desperate for anything. Anybody that will blow in your ear and whisper sweet nothing. Yeah. Anybody that will blow sweet nothings in your ear. And let me tell y'all something. Be careful about those that flatter you. Ooh. Flattering is not flattering is a spirit and it's deceptive. It will deceive you every time. It's deceptive. Flattering you. You know, yeah, we see men all the time. They want to flatter you. But in hindsight, they really lying to you. They telling you what they want. We used to call it back in the days. So I don't know what they call it now, but we used to call them the sweet nothings in your ear. But the whole time they lying to you. They're not going to be able to be the man that you need to be. They're not going to be able to be the partner they need you to be. They're not going to even be nothing that you think they gonna, they are because the, from the jump, they lying to you. Yeah, be and so be, be careful be not to be, be flat. Be careful that you're not out there being, being thirsty because God is our living water. There's no reason for us to be thirsty. Every time I, I look up, you dating this guy, you dating that guy, you dating this guy, you dating that guy. Every time you drop one, you get another. Hey, slow your road. Something that's ain't right somebody, about this. It's, it's that's somebody that's scared to be alone. It's some people that's, that fear yeah. being alone to where they just stay in relationship after relationship. And they're not able to deal with the, the trauma or the experiences from the relationship they just got out of. I think that somebody needs to hear this. Every time you get out of a relationship, you need to do a lessons learned. Do an Absolutely. assessment. And once you do that assessment, then you know going forward, okay, what I realized in this relationship, I done found some more boundaries that I, I need to set. I done found some more must-haves. And, and will not take, you know, those things that you're willing to compromise and those things that, you see, let's say, for example, I'm going to use cigarette smoking because it's just something easy, but should nobody be around here smoking on cigarettes? No way. But anyway, you might not even 
realize that you got a problem with somebody smoking cigarettes and then you done got with this dude you done got with this man um jonathan per se and he smokes cigarettes and you're like oh no i don't I don't really like this. I don't like how it smells. I don't like what he doing to his body. I don't like none of it. So then you able to, when you do your lessons, learn, say, okay, let me add this to things that I'm just not going to deal with. I want to use a simple example, but we know we have some more in-depth things that we learn from relationships that we ain't going to deal with. Like, I, I'm not going to deal with you being so, I'm not going to deal with controlling. I'm not going to deal with you um making me i'm not gonna deal with gaslighting i'm not gonna deal with you making me feel that i'm crazy because you're doing something you ain't supposed to be doing did y'all exactly. catch that y'all catch how they, exactly. they make it seem like you crazy because they doing something they ain't supposed to be doing yeah manipulating you yeah manipulating and so yeah i, I look don't settle don't settle you complete you good be in your singleness you're good because you because there's somebody greater living in you yeah something greater that's in you that makes you whole it makes you complete and then you don't have to settle you don't have to settle in a relationship you know i learned a lot of things in my marriage that's why i haven't you know uh, uh been in relationships because i learned so much in my marriage i know for a fact that i won't settle i won't never settle yeah. again I, yeah. I won't never dummy myself down to be in a relationship um, you're gonna have to bring something to the one. table, and I ain't talking about no money. I ain't talking That's about good. um you being able just to provide for me because I've never had a problem with someone providing for me. I've been I always had a problem with somebody's character, who they are and what they do, how they respect me, how they respect who I am as a person, how they honor me behind my back, not in my face, but behind my back. Who are you yeah. when I'm not around? Those are the type of things that I look for, but I'm not going to allow you to manipulate me or to flatter me with your words and you don't have no action to bag it up. I'm not going to also let you bring everything to the table and demand more of me than you actually giving out. And so, no, I'm not going to settle because I'm complete. You know what, Miss Gwen, I'm I know you out there. Hey, Miss Gwen, she said this when I was like 18, and I bet she don't even remember this stuck with me. It was me and Kanisha, and she told us that in a man, you, you, you want security. Okay, 18, security meant so many different things. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even understand it. You know, security can mean he can take care of me or he make me yeah. feel safe. It's just so many things that I thought that meant. But as time went on, oh my God, security in a relationship is that you are putting that effort forward. You you the man that love me enough to make me feel secure in this relationship. There's no doubts in who I am to you. There's no doubts in who you are to me. That I'm safe in loving you. That my heart is safe with you. It was something I learned about that word security that I'll never, I'll never lose it because that's what I want. That's what I want right there. That's one of the attributes absolutely. I think is important. I, absolutely, security means that it's just not a financial thing. Um, mm -hmm. There's a scripture where oppression, treasure is. That's where his heart is. It's not just you know um, monetary. Um, it's not gifts. You know, right. I, I've had to tune down and give because um, you're trying to cover your trying to cover your guilt with gifts. I I, I ain't here for that. Um, what does me good is that you you have a character, Ristic of Christ. 
that when you wrong, not only do you acknowledge that you're wrong, but then you change um, that. I can feel secure then when we get into a disagreement, you won't emotionally disconnect from me or attack and, and me your emotionally. eyes won't wander out or attack me and try to manipulate me to believe what you say always is true. Um, I'm looking for characteristics. Uh, I, I had someone to tell me one time you attacked my character. Well, if that was a part of your character and you just did it, then you got character issues. And we think because we look in ourselves, we look in the mirror and we think we're on this certain level that we, we would, you know, we don't have no character flaws. Like, yeah, you got some character flaws and you need to correct them because I'm telling you, they don't, they don't sit well with me. And so um, security could be uh, uh, making sure that I'm loved in spite of what we're going through, that we're still a team, that we're not going to allow what we're going through as a couple to destroy what we have with God. And so we have to, we have to be careful that we don't mix the two. We can be going through financial debt, but at the end of the day, we still friends. We're still, um, I can say lovers. If you're married, uh, we're still lovers. If we're married, um, we still know that ain't nothing more important than us. Yeah. We got bills, but ain't nothing more important than us, especially when we're on one accord and we just having a rough time. We're not talking about somebody that took the money and just went and gambled it out. Now you need to we need to straighten that up. You need to correct it. And then well, we can come together. And try. Yeah, and, and, and blame it on her because you've been out night gambling and then you've been in Vegas, you know, on the strip and all this kind of stuff. No, we're talking about Absolutely. true connection, true um trials that are are meant to come to make the marriage strong. We're not talking okay. about somebody just sabotaging their life and want somebody to stick in with them and keep up and take all their mess. Now we're not talking about that. That's for that's that gonna go in the trash too. We're gonna throw that. We're not in talking the about trash. ride or die. Ride or die. Yeah, we're not, I ain't for the ride or die with you through that foolishness. Now, now if you're going through some stuff and I see you trying and we both trying, we're gonna hold on to guys and change your hand together. But if you're just doing what you want to do and you want to ride or die chick, we're gonna throw that kind of chick in the trash because she don't exist with a man that's not under the authority of Jesus Christ and let God lead him. That's the only time you get a ride and die is when you under the authority of Jesus Christ and he's actually leading you in your life. Otherwise, we're gonna, we gonna throw that in the trash because mm-hmm. we ain't here for that. We nah. ain't here for that, but we we want a secure we want a secure relationship that at the end of the day is built on a founding foundation and no matter what comes or what blows we're still solid we're the solid we're not going to see we're not going to take in um but we're going to be able to stand because that solid solid foundation is Jesus Christ we're going to get ready and close the last thing that i want to talk about um is that um Singleness is not forever. Yay. It's not forever. It's not forever. He, he out there, sis. He out there waiting on you for all my single ladies. Yeah, I know he is. He's going to be perfect for me, too. Um, yeah, exactly. It's not forever. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the perfect way to end, right? It's not forever. So yeah, be happy. It's not forever. And that's why I love the Solomon songs. I mean, Songs of Solomon 2 and 7, it says, Oh, let me warn you, sister in Jerusalem, by the gazelles, yes, by all the wild deer, don't excite love. Don't stir it up until it's Mm -hmm. time, until the time is right and you're ready. And that's why we were saying just wait for love. 
You're going to yeah. get your chance of love. Just wait for love. Be single, be complete, be holding God. That's God's purpose for our life. It's, it's not forever. It's not going to last forever. And let me no. tell you something. Even while you're single, let me tell you something. You're still not alone. God said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Whatever we go, even in a marriage, he's still going to be with us. We're never going to be alone. He's always with us. So if you have anything else. Because I'm thinking for everybody that feel like, you know, they've never been a bride before. We the bride of Christ. Absolutely. So Absolutely. We, we got some white dresses. We we brides out here. So don't don't get caught up in, in singleness and forgetting that you can date Jesus. I had this book. I forget what it's called. Uh, it was we had these Monday night women women um, fellowship classes. And it was this book, and it was about deep, going deeper in your relationship with Christ. And one of the, the chapters was going on a date with Christ. So I was supposed to, I had to set up a whole atmosphere. And, like, I, so me and Christ had, like, a, a breakfast date or whatever because the kids was gone to all right, all right. praise dance or something. So I cooked breakfast, and I, like, sat at my, my dining room table as if me and Christ were sitting there together having breakfast together and we were dating so it's Absolutely. like christ gets to be everything to you he, he he's not inside of a box he's everything to you so when you when they say he's a yeah. mother to the motherless a father to the fatherless hey he can be your man to the single see you know how they be saying uh who, who your man god jesus that's my man yeah, yeah. I like that you said that you sit down at the table with him, that you commune with him, that you sup with him. Like that gets me excited and that'll bring out the preaching me tonight because I've I've been in a situation where God had healed me so much that I didn't want to do anything but spend time with my Savior. I didn't yeah. do anything but learn more about his love because what he was giving me, let me tell you something, you'll never be in a relationship with nobody more that's more uh, powerful, that's more um, uh, glorious, that's more passionate than the love of Christ. Do you hear me? You'll Amen. never experience. Matter of fact, the good marriage that we see is because the Savior that we serve. Let me tell you huh. something. You'll never ever to experience the love like Jesus in nobody else. It, nothing is to compare to the love of Jesus. Do you hear me? I, I'm telling you what I know. When God healed me, it was because of his love. When he set me free, it was because of his love. When he delivered me, it was because of his love. When he saved me and sanctified me, it was because of his love. When I didn't have a, a friend in the world, it was because of his love. And now that my daddy is gone, he is, he been all that to me and a bag yes. of chips. Do you understand? Yes. Let me tell you that you have never, ever, 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 ever experience a love like jesus christ don't nobody ever make Come you feel, won't nobody ever make you feel the way jesus have made Ain't will make us feel like you got me. to have a relationship with him you got to come and you got to bring him to the table you got to invite him in yeah the only way you're going to experience it you got to invite him be intentional by inviting god in open your doors like open your heart open your mouth 
and you open the doors and you allow God to come and saturate your sanctuary, which is your body, which is your house, your temple, and watch God love you in a way that nobody in this world could compare. It won't, no, you'll never have that feeling with nobody else. Do you understand yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah. we're, talking, we're not talking about man, we're talking about Jesus. Yeah. The yeah. right in the morning, Lord, the great I am, the come kings on, of man. kings, the Lord of lords. He's come everything. On. He's the wonderful counselor. He's the road to share. But let me tell you, he's the chief cornerstone. There were no, can't nobody build like Jesus built in your life. And so when I talk about my sinkiness, when I tell you that I'm happy, it's because I'm really happy. Because the joy I have, only God can give it to me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Let me tell you, can't nobody love you more than Jesus. That's why I'm good. That's why I'm complete. Because I invited him in. If you're single today and you don't know what this love feels like, I, I, I will uh, encourage you to sit down at the table and make a special dinner just with you and God. Invite him in. The Bible says he'll man. sup with you. He'll sit down at the table with you. He's been willing. He's been ready to do these things for a long time. He's been waiting on you. Open on, up your man. heart and receive him. Open up your mind and receive him in. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. And he's omnipotent. Yes. He can be with yes. you, me. Everybody at the same time, and he can fill us up with his precious love, and he can fill us with his Holy Spirit, and we'll never be the same. Come on, talking man. about a God that it'll make you complete in your singleness, baby. Look at her. That's why I don't, I don't um uh take the okie dokie. That's why you can't whisper sweet nothings in my ear. Yeah. That's why yeah. you can't make me to drift off, off my path of singleness until God connects me to the love of my life. Look. I won't do it right. because I have experienced right. something with Jesus that I have never experienced and will not experience with nobody else. And that's the love of him. Not yeah. only did he yeah. die, but he showed me through everything he does in my life that he loves me. He didn't just stay yeah. dead, but he resurrected so that I could have everything I needed in my Ooh. life. That I could have a peace of mind. It's something about that resurrection, though. So what I love about that, not only did he die for me, but when he resurrected, he showed up for Ooh. me. He and declared up. it was finished. Yes, he came he in and showed up. You know, you got some times where nobody show up, but Jesus is always yeah. going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. See, in, in Genesis, what we did, we, we messed up in Genesis. Yeah. That's the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, what he did was he completed everything that he started. Yeah. Yeah. God yeah. is going to complete everything that he started in us. We're not bound by the curses that we experienced in Genesis. Come on now. We're living off of grace. We're living Ooh. off that love, yes. that unmerited favor of God. Yes. He's given us something that we can't even describe in words and details. I'm just trying to give you a glimpse of what I feel with him when I sit at the table with him. It's when he's when I sup with him. And so, y'all, I'm done. Single but complete. You, I really Single feel like complete. that you led, you led everyone to a particular place, and so I think that we will be. Um, is remiss the right word for this? I'm not sure, yeah. but I think that because you said invite him in, that there was an opportunity to ask people that if they have not invited him in and accepted him as a Lord and Savior, that this is an opportunity. 
as an ordained minister, I would like for you to reach out to those that's listening to, to make sure that everyone has this opportunity. Hey, um, whoever is listening to this, we're talking about being single and complete. And we realize it don't matter if you're single, you're married, or whoever you are, you are incomplete without Jesus. And if you are out there and you're single and you're struggling in your life, it's just not about you being single. Maybe it's because you don't have who you need to have in your life. And that's Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Remember, we we say that he's Lord first. That means he's, he's ruler. He's master over our life, meaning that we're going to give him direct access to who we are so that he can he can direct us so he can lead us in our life. And then in that same token, he says, save us. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth and we believe yeah. in our heart that the Lord Jesus has been raised from the dead, we are saved. And so we're we're calling out salvation on today. Seems like yeah. what we're doing in our singleness. We're going to yeah. call our salvation out today. So there's anybody that don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. It's just a simple confession out of your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died and he rose for the remission of your sin so that you will have the right of the tree of life. And so I yeah. pray that you have uh, that you will accept him. Um, we're going to pray and we're going to dismiss Adam. We're going to pray uh, a prayer that invite God to come in your life, not just in your singleness, but we want God yeah. to come in your life and whatever area you are struggling in, whether it's single marriage or whatever sickness, whatever you're struggling with in your life, we believe God yeah. that he's going to be Lord and he's going to be Savior and he's going to save you out of whatever predicament that you're in because that's who we serve. And so Father yeah, God, yeah. we thank you. We bless you. We thank you for your Yet another opportunity, Lord God, to come in your presence to do things, Lord God, that you have given us the instructions to do. Lord God, we know this is not by accident, but this is about divine arrangement, Lord God. And by your divine arrangement, Lord God, yes, you have Lord. set us here today, Lord God, to call those that don't know you into yes, the, the family of Christ, Lord. Lord. And so we pray right now that if somebody don't know you, Lord God, by the sound of my voice and the authority that you have given me, Lord God, yes. we speak Thank salvation, you, Lord. Lord God. We pray, Lord God, they will speak out of their mouth that they believe that you have died and that you have rose for the remission of their sins, Lord God. And that, Lord God, that they they ask for forgiveness for everything they've done in their life, Lord God. And they accept you, Lord God, into their hearts and they confess it with their mouth that you have de died and rose again just for them. And so, God, we thank you for the single and complete a podcast on tonight, Lord God. And we thank you for moving in in a mighty way, Lord God. We thank you for your word that never fails, Lord God. Your word that destroys yokes in our life, Lord God. Your word that set us on a solid foundation, which you have planned from the foundations of the earth to set us on in the first place, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that we stand on that rock, and that rock is Jesus today. And as long as we stand in Jesus, Lord God, we don't we don't want for anything. We don't want for a spouse. We don't want for anything, Lord God, because everything we need is found in you. Lord God. And so we give you glory today, Lord God, because all glory belongs to you, Lord God. We magnify you. We lift you up and we tell you thank you because you're a good God. You're a kind God and you're a merciful God. There's nobody besides you, Lord God, that we could ever find the love that we found in you, Lord. And so we thank tonight. We thank you, Lord God, that you reached down, way down, Lord God, to pull us out of the, the hands of sin just to yes. save us, Lord God. 
only because you love us, Lord God. And so we give you glory tonight, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, because everything that you do, you do good and you do perfect. We praise you for your mighty acts and we uh, praise you for your excellent and greatness, Lord God. And that we have a breath in our body, Lord God. We praise you always, Lord God, in the good times and in the bad times. And we thank you, Lord God. And we seal this prayer in the name of Jesus, the, the name, name that's above all names. But at yes, that Lord. name that every tongue shall confess, every yes, shall bow, yes, that you Lord. are the son of the living God, to the glory of the Father. That's what we pray always and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise Amen. God. We celebrate anyone that came into the fold of Jesus Christ tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your glory tonight, God. Thank you for your wisdom and your compassion. The Bible says that the heaven rejoice off in one. If some, if one person been saved tonight, that's what the heavens rejoice off of, of glory that one God. person. I know we came on and talked about singleness, but we also talk, talked about being complete. We're single, but we're complete. We're married, but we're complete. We might be sick, but we're complete. We might be yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, having yeah. some hard times, but we're complete. Whatever that is, we're complete. But God, but God, I hear God saying, but God, I know Lord. you're going through your trials, but God. And that's, that's the whole purpose of E-Talk, to understand that God has a purpose, a plan for our life. And at the end of the day, we're going to mm -hmm. always follow his direction. We're going to always allow the Holy Spirit, to, uh, Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us into all truth, because that's why he sent it. That's why he sent his spirit to lead us and guide us in all truth. We, we're, we're, we're a whole bunch of things, but we're complete. Why? Because we're complete in Jesus. Jesus Christ. And so we thank God tonight. We thank him for being good. We thank him for all the things that he does in our life. And we thank him most of all for saving us, even when we was unlovable, even when we thought, even, even though we weren't, we weren't supposed to be saved, he saved us anyway because of his goodness. And so we thank him for that right now. We Lord, thank you, Lord. We bless you on today, Lord God. I don't want you to get away from me, but if you, hey, thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. There's nobody like you in all the earth. There's nobody that can love us like you can. There's mm -hmm. no one that can hold us in the midnight hour like you can. Mm -hmm. There's no one that can give us our right mind like you can. I know, Lord God, we came on here to talk about sickness, but it's something to talk singleness, but it's something about talking about your love that transpired in my spirit, Lord God. They won't allow me to be just quiet about who you've been in my life. This ain't no plaything. This is the real McCoy. Yes, I'm holding complete Lord. because you came down in my life, Lord God, and you delivered me from some things, Lord God, that only you can deliver me from. And so I thank you openly, Lord God. I know I praise you and I worship you and I pray to you uh, privately, Lord God, but I want to thank you publicly, Lord God, for doing what you do in my life, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Y'all be blessed tonight. Please share this. I know we started out kind of talking and talking. I didn't want to preach this thing. I wanted to kind of talk about being singleness, being walking in our singleness. But it's something about talking about the love of God and being in relationship with him, being in right relationship with him. And just to sit down at the table and sup with him, meaning I'm in communion with him. That something changes when I sit at the table with him. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When I sit at the table and I suck with him, something about my life changes, something about my relationship, him gets get stronger. Yeah. And so I want to invite y'all to that place. If you never knew God like that, I pray that you get to know him. Just take our time in a day just to sit down with him and talk to him. He talks back. He talks he covenant language. He talks a love language to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. I know Thank what I'm talking about. Yes, Thank God. you, Lord. 
He healed me in places that I thought I'd never be healed at. The Bible mm. says that he binds up the wounds. This is anointed mm. and binds up the wounds. He's near to the broken heart and he binds it up. Make you look like you ain't never been through nothing. He make you yes, look like God. you ain't been through nothing in your lifetime. People would under people would know all that I've been through if I didn't tell it. Yeah. Can't keep yeah. it to myself because it's too good. I don't look like what I've been through because of his love, how he completes everything in my life. Thank you, Lord. And so we honor God today. And we thank, thank him thank you, for Lord. this moment. We know that in our singleness, we are we, we, there's some disadvantage, but there are mostly advantage. This is the time that we sit out for God. This is the time that we make our affairs right with him. Amen. A lot of people having affairs, but they're not having their affairs with the right person. Mm -hmm. Mm, hallelujah, God. Straighten out the things in our life. This is a time where we straighten out things that we can't do on our own with God. And that's why it's important that you invite him at your table, the table of singleness. He want to do something in your life he's never done before. He want to tell you things that only been in secret, but they can't be revealed until you invite him in. He want to reveal those things to you on tonight. Mm -hmm. And so, God, we thank you for that moment. Uh, mm. So do you have anything else? No, I do not have anything else that... <laughs> That that was good, and I, I I'm so glad that God led us to that. To I'm just glad that God led us where He led us, and I'm thankful for anyone like uh, Mikey said that accepted Jesus as their Savior. So that's all that I have. So um, as we close, my sisters, my single sisters, my married sisters, be wise and have understanding. Walk in wisdom. Create your own change, create your own boldness and seek your own change. Thank you guys. We love y'all. Um, I want to say a big shout out to my oldest brother. I meant to say it in the beginning. I thought I was going to say it in a minute, but you know, we had some problems with the little song I wanted to play. Um, but happy birthday to my oldest. I love you with my whole heart. I am privileged to be your sister. Um, and I thank happy God birthday, for Darren. you. Uh, you're such a wise man. Um, and so yes, I thank God is. for you. Um, there is, um, this is um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And also you see the purple on the screen. That's for domestic violence. Um, if you know anyone that's having need a way out, there are some numbers um, that for them, if they need to get away for someone that's, um, uh, if they're in domestic violence, there's numbers that they can um, call and get away and, seek help and, and right. get out of the situation. Um, also, we want to pray for those that have lost loved ones or um, that died with any type of cancer and especially right. breast cancer for the month of October. Um, keep everyone in your prayers. We need to uh, make sure that everybody vote. Make sure you vote. Please yep. vote. Um, it's important you may to vote. as well vote early um, because you don't want to be there on November 3rd. Yes. In them long lines. Yes. Just in them long lines. And please just keep this nation in prayer. I pray yeah. that everybody's praying and they're seeking God. Um, and we can't do this without him. If we're going to come out, we're going to need him. And so don't. this is not the time to lose focus. Stay connected to God. Whatever you do, stay connected to him. Stay in his word. Stay in communion with him. Stay focused. Stay in prayer. Um, this is not the time to lose heart. This is not mm -hmm. the time to lose heart. Not but this is the time to stay focused. Um, next month, 
it's November. It will be a very short month. We will only do like three segments of e-talks in the month of November. And next month, we'll be talking about trauma. Trauma. Yes. Uh, during yes. the holidays, yes. depression and everything setting, we want to talk about those things. We want to be um, very open and, uh, and discuss trauma issues. And so next week, um, next month, we are going to have someone that's a licensed professional to come on and we're going to talk about trauma. Um, so you guys look out for that. Uh, next month in November, it'll be short, just yeah. three segments. But we do want to discuss it. Um, anything else, sis? No, they covered it all. Okay, we love you and good night. Good night, everyone. Wait Thank love. you. You're gonna get that to love. Wait for love, wait for love, and you'll get the chance. Mm -hmm.